and welcome, fellow lighting nerds and friends, to The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me again. Back to my normal self today, I'm happy to say. Last episode, I was a little on edge, um, and we were, I discussed some important topics, and um, I was certainly glad to share that information, but I, I feel way better today. <laughs> so I am recording this episode... Um, just a few days before we all start gathering in Dallas for the June uh, Lightovation. I just have to say I'm super excited to see you all again. Um, Hopefully you're listening to this many showrooms as you're heading to the airport um, to catch your flight on Tuesday, June 22nd. Um, Or maybe if you're coming in on Wednesday, I hope uh, you're hearing this and are about to have a safe trip and end up in Dallas uh, all together again for the first time in 18 months. Those of us that can't attend uh, for whatever reasons, this market know that we're thinking about you and we cannot wait to see you in June. Sorry, June, July, July. Goodness gracious, Lisa, maybe I'm not back to myself. We can't wait to see you in January 2022. Uh, It's going to be amazing. And don't forget that uh, January market 2022 um, is early. I think it's like the first week or so of January instead of uh, mid to late. Anyway, I'm sure the dates will be all over the place. And um, and I'll certainly share them here. Uh, I just wasn't prepared for that today. Um, (laughs) So today I wanted to open a light file on marketing. And I really have been impressed with so much that I see independent lighting showrooms do with their marketing. And I have to preface this conversation by saying, um, like, some of us are really into marketing and some of us maybe not so much. The key with marketing is constantly staying on it, refining your message, paying attention to current trends, what you're seeing people responding to, adjusting your messaging accordingly. It's really a full-time job, and most independent lighting showrooms do not have a full-time person to do their marketing. So it can always feel like an overwhelming thing, like I'm never going to be able to get this right How much time can I really invest in it? I really need to just be selling. I would argue from my own personal experience that marketing and branding is going to go way further than you ever anticipated in terms of successful increased sales. Is it a linear process? Is it I post A on Instagram and B happens and customers are flooding in the door? Uh, Unfortunately, I don't have the kind of metrics to be able to tell that, but I do can 100% uh, objectively say since I started using an Instagram scheduler and posting content to Instagram every single day from our Facebook, uh, sorry, from our uh, Pace Lighting Instagram account, uh, the engagement has gone up. The amount of foot traffic for retail customers in the store has gone up. We're reaching people that I did not expect us to be reaching. Um, It really has been really beneficial. Um, And anytime that you can use the scheduling services 
I use the later, later.com. There's plenty of other ones out there. I tested a few of them. I just kind of like how this interface works. I can schedule posts onto Instagram or Facebook. Um, like right now, I just finished scheduling Instagram posts from today through uh, June 30th. So the whole time I'm gone in Dallas, there's still going to be regular content to our Instagram feed, and that helps so much. Now, I'm going to share something that the wonderful and fabulous Zell Duda, and if I'm saying your name wrong, I really apologize. We did not talk about that in advance. But Zell from Lighting and Bulbs Unlimited in Charlotte, North Carolina, in my opinion, is a marketing wizard. And she has been so kind and generous to share some of her best tips with us. And I'm going to talk through some of those, but showrooms, this document that she put together for us, it's eight pages long. It's unbelievable. There's so much content. There's so much useful information here. If you're a member of the Lighting Showroom Association, I'm going to put this up in our in our Facebook group. Oh, and just side note, our website, the new LSA website is coming. It should be launching. I'm going to softball it and call it the middle of July. I think it will be earlier than that, but I just want to give myself some leeway. That's like a backorder date right there. <laughs> just giving myself some leeway. <laughs> but anyway, to the topic at hand, uh, marketing. So Zell has put this together. It's fantastic. Again, if you're an LSA showroom member, I'm going to put this up on our Facebook group. You have access to it right away. This is just awesome information. So Zell put this together. It's five ways to improve your showroom marketing for little to no cost. Now, is there an expense in time? For sure. Just like everything we do, there's a time expense. But... Once you take the time, once you really get like your brand and theme and everything solidified, it really isn't, it's really just maintenance and then making some tweaks around the edges. Um, like for instance, in my own showroom uh, in 2020, we, you know, developed a new logo and color scheme. I'm super proud of it. I love our new logo. It was time. Um, things like that, like things that just might be getting a little stale and need a refresh. Yeah. So there always is going to be some work with things like that. But once you kind of get your, your, your building blocks in place, it's a very simple format and formula you can follow. And that is Zell's number one tip to improve your showroom marketing, brand yourself. Know your branding, know your logos, know your colors, know your fonts, know your um, hashtags and in, uh, social media handles. Use them on everything. Be consistent. It's just, it makes such a big difference. It really sets you apart. Um, that way, when customers see your colors, your, the, the, the font you use, they immediately identify it with you. I mean, this obviously makes sense. Like think about Coca-Cola. I mean, we all know the Coca-Cola red and the script font. It's, um, it doesn't just apply to Coke. It applies to all of us smaller brands too. be consistent, be clear. You should have a one page document of all of your branding, like 
basics that have your logos, your colors, your fonts. And that way you always know what to do. You always know what to go back to and, and your set. And that is like your, your base that you're going to use for everything. And that makes all the little marketing components that you're going to put on top that much easier to do because your base is set. You know where you're starting from. So if you can get that set down uh, everything else becomes just a little bit easier to do and it doesn't take as much time. So if you can invest the time in this, in, in branding your store and coming up with a brand plan that you really like, that resonates with you, that resonates with your customers, that really evokes who you are as a business, it will, it will pay off in spades. It is worth every minute of investment. So if, on from there, Zell recommends that, okay, so you take this base and you create workflows around it. Now, Zell turned me on to a program, another web uh, web program that I am super involved, like uh, super in love with. Um, it's called Flowdesk. Again, there's other platforms out there that do a similar thing. But what it does is it, it creates a workflow or you can use it. Sorry, to, it doesn't do this for you. You have to like do the work yourself. But you can create workflows for your customers and workflows based on different types of customers. So whether they're a retail customer, a designer, a builder, an architect, whatever the case may be, you can put them into this workflow where they're going to be getting automated emails from you, uh, automated follow-up, you know, thank you cards, uh, thanks for visiting the showroom yesterday, uh, you can personalize them from the sales associate that is their primary person in the store. You can do a lot of great things. It helps automate everything so that, again, the marketing, doing the marketing isn't a huge daily time suck. Is the time suck getting the workflows set up? Sure, absolutely it is. But once they're there and you have your mem- your um sorry, your email lists in there, it's really just an ongoing regular thing. And it helps. It works. I've seen since we switched to this uh, workflow, I'm seeing a much better engagement from our retail customers in terms of going from subscribing to our email list to showing up in the store. And it that's just tremendous. You can tell that it's paying off. Are there plenty of things to think about? Like, good emails, bad emails, all that. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Uh, Do we worry about unsubscribes? Absolutely. I know for me, for a long time, I didn't want to ever send out a mass email because I knew there would be a bunch of unsubscribes and unsubscribes hurt my feelings. (laughs) But I've seen this in a few places now. Um, Don't worry so much about the unsubscribes. They probably weren't people that were necessarily invested in your business or they just weren't the right a person in the company to receive your email, uh, but you'll try again, you'll hit the right person. And if you're sending good content, the likelihood of an unsubscribe is way less. So it, it is definitely a game. You're definitely going to lose some, some subscribers that you wished you wouldn't, but um, it it's just going to happen and it's not something to derail the whole process or stop you from doing it. But having great workflows and great content is step number one. Okay, so Zell's third third tidbit for us is educate your customers. So I think we all know uh, in doing what we do, it's not just about sell, sell, sell. It's about educate, educate, sell. 
<laughs> so a lot of what we do and what we talk about in the lighting industry is really foreign to our customers. I know I've talked about it here before, but I mean, before I started working in the lighting showroom, I, you know, I flipped a switch on the wall and the like mushroom light on the ceiling came on and I thought that was lighting. I, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about appropriate lighting. I knew nothing about lighting levels. I certainly knew absolutely nothing about Kelvins. I think I learned about degrees Kelvins in a high school physics class. Had no idea I would spend the rest of my life talking about color temperatures. <laughs> But I am, <laughs> uh, you know, lumens, the difference between lumens and wattage, uh, different styles, different, you know, CRIs, all the things that we know about in our industry that are super technical and can make a difference uh, in the lighting for someone's home. We, we know that. And that is why customers are going to come shop with us. So we have to leverage our intelligence to to create um, an audience that is super engaged with us. So we know all of these things. There's so much we can share with our customers. You just can't wait to tell them all the ins and outs of lighting and how if we do this or that, the impact it's going to make on your home, how it's going to make you know everything work better, feel better, you're going to enjoy your space more. Um, if, whatever you can think of, like, I know we all have our particular maybe passions in light in the lighting industry. Like, some people are really, like, controls geeks. And some people really love, you know, the technology in lighting. Um, some people are just obsessed with ceiling fans and how they operate. Um, like, my personal, like, love and passion for whatever reason is color temperature and lumens and how the the quality of the light and the color of the light is so important to your mood. And honestly, uh, it was important to me even before I started working in lighting, I was always like really super annoyed by, you know, fluorescent lighting that was like 4,000, 5,000 Kelvin in all the offices I ever worked in. And I never understood why that lighting just drove me so insane. But now I know. And being able to share that with customers about, yeah, I understand how you were put off by that fluorescent technology. Here's why. And here's why the LED technology isn't going to have that impact on your life. Like, this is just tremendous intelligence that we have, and it is our competitive advantage in the lighting industry, and I think we're all a little foolish if we're not using it. There's nothing on Wayfair or Amazon or Home Depot or Lowe's that's going to tell you all of this about lighting and fans and, and controls and how they work best in your home and what you need to look for and what's important and what's not important. Like, that's our advantage, and so we need to use it. So, and her first or her fourth tip for us is fun. Let's make everything fun. The best way to not get people to unsubscribe from your emails is if they enjoy them. So we need to inject fun in our communications. And we also need to inject regular communication about things our customers care about, like if their order's on the way, uh, the, you know, ETA, we expect it to arrive on this date. So I know, <laughs> I know some of that's more fluid right now than we would like, but assuming things get back to some semblance of normal where we have good product ETAs and stuff, being able to share this information, like, yay, your product shipped. We anticipate it will be here on such and such day. Like these kind of 
interactions with our customers that are fun and thoughtful and make them feel reassured that we're taking care of them, that their investment in their money that they spent with us, is it was worth it. And they just feel like all that like warm glow from the experience is, I mean, that's, that's like the goal, right? That's like the gold standard of what we want. It's how you're going to have a, you know, a lifelong customer, a happy customer, one that's going to be less likely to complain or return goods. You know, these are the things we're aiming for. So um, yeah, that's, that's what you want. Um, Communication that's fun, clear, um, and we're still informative. Super, super important. Zell's last tip for us, um, which I think again is, is, is intuitive, but uh, something that I think we all probably need to do better on. I know this is where I have a big uh, lacking in my own like uh, digital marketing and my marketing is encouraging engagement. I We need to encourage engagement with our customers. So if we just speak about digital marketing, the algorithms at Facebook and Instagram, they promote the accounts that people engage with the most. So those accounts are going to flow to the top of your feed uh, because what's the goal of Instagram and Facebook? Well, it's to keep people on their app. <laughs> they don't want, you know, people to scroll through like six accounts. Oh, I don't like any of this content. They close the app. They go do something else. No. The mission is to keep us involved and invested in the app and wanting to scroll to get more content. Um, so Anytime that you can create engaging posts that that uh, your your customer base that your audience is responding to, it's so useful for your business overall and keeps you in front of more people and more eyeballs. And then the algorithms will start showing your posts in other places to other people. Um, it's it's uh, just tremendous. Um, asking questions, doing Instagram stories. I admit I need to do better at like IG stories. I'm not, I'm not, I get intimidated by them. Like I do a couple and they're kind of fun. And then I just get intimidated and I stop. I've never been on TikTok. I know I need to learn how to do Instagram reels. Haven't done any of that, but I know it's getting to this point where I really need to commit myself to doing those things and getting this engagement. Cause it's like the last thing I'm missing in my own social media I have a decent amount of followers, not a huge amount, but, you know, decent for the kind of business that we are and what we do. I'll take it. (laughs) Um, It's always growing. It's something to build on. So I'm happy about that. But I definitely lack in the engagement and I need to have better engagement so that, you know, I'm reaching a bigger audience. Uh, Make sure you're tagging your posts, tagging not only the product that's in the post, but your location so that your post gets shown to more and more people at the location that you are, that are in your market area. That's critical. So many little things. I'm sure we could go on for days and days about this, but this uh, packet that Zell put together, truly inspirational made me just want to jump on my computer and start doing all these things and getting all these workflows set up. I am just obsessed. So if you want her eight-page flyer, please email me, 
lisa at lsalights.org, and I'll send a copy to you. Again, if you're a Lighting Showroom Association member, you've already got this. It's in our Facebook group. And yeah, if you email me for the flyer, you're probably going to get a pitch for a Lighting Showroom Association membership. Please consider it. We do lots of things for showrooms and manufacturers, showrooms especially, you're going to make back your membership dues in just a couple months of being a, a part of our programs and just participating in some of the things we have going on. Um, it's it's super beneficial. And this new website that's about to launch, remember I said mid-July, <laughs> but I'll make a very big, bold <laughs> proclamation when the website's up. But this website, I'm, I'm just delighted with the platform. It's going to have the ability for us to have community forums and what they call social circles so that showrooms from wherever can network with each other. Or if there's a question, uh, you know, maybe we do a social circle for people that use Winward and then we can kind of crowdsource some Winward support or maybe one for EXO uh, Lights or Lights America. People, you know, just things that people might want to talk about and get some answers on and work together on as an industry. All of that is available um, to our members and I can't wait to announce it to y'all. So that's it for this episode of The Light Files, a little marketing 101. I hope you enjoyed that. I get really excited about this stuff. You know, I got I got going with marketing, just promoting the showroom in the industry. Um, I love my showroom. I'm pretty obsessed with it. Um, most of you that know me um, know I consider this place to be just like my second child. I'm pretty obsessed with it. <laughs> you know, people post baby pictures. I want to post pictures of my store and my baby. But, uh, you know, it's it's just um, this place just like resonates with me to my core so I first started doing marketing into the industry through, you know, Show Over the Year and the Arts Awards, and I got a really taste, I got a taste of how important that can be for a business, and that was just like B2B marketing. So B2C marketing is even more important, is it, it is in a lot of ways more challenging and requires more thought, but if you can master some of these skills we talked about today, you're going to love it. It's going to pay off in the long run, and you're going to get more customers and have a happier, more engaged customer base, which is also so critical. Thanks, everyone. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Safe travels to Dallas. Can't wait to say hi to you in the hallways, and I will talk to you next time.